It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, everybody. Welcome to What Culture Gaming. I'm Scott, joined by Josh. Hello, Scott. Josh, my friend, Blizzard, or Blizzard in yet again, as a survey has done the rounds in regards to Overwatch 2's potential pricing, and it's ridiculous because, of course it is, because it's Blizzard. Now, um, Blizzard have responded to this. They talked to IGN, who, rep- who uh, did the initial report, um, saying that these pricings for the game's microtransactions are not indicative of final pricing. Yes. Um, but we're going to run them down anyway and talk about the state of Blizzard overall and where the likes of Diablo Immortal is at, because that thing's made $100 million in <laughs> eight weeks and there's no way they're not going to carry some of that across into uh, their future business models so in terms of the pricing that they've put forward um, they literally put a survey out just asking people would you pay these prices <laughs> um, a single mythic skin was forty four ninety nine. dollars um, a weapon charm just yeah. a weapon charm yeah. $9.99 um, $24.99 for a legendary skin and $29.99 for a legendary bundle uh, do you want some tenor weapon charms I really don't Scott because no. weapon charms in every game have you worked bits of tight you can possibly get and I wouldn't eat I, they would have to pay me to put a weapon charm on my gun I don't know uh, where it came from they're just everywhere now no. keychain for your gun right the thing is for this survey obviously they're not going to this doesn't mean that they're going to start including $45 skins no. however it, well, it is indicative of them wanting to do that in my to. opinion it's them gauging how much they can get away with mm. and while it might not be $45 it might be 40 it might be 35 it might be 30 all of which are completely ridiculous mm-hmm. in my opinion I want to know who's getting this survey in ticking yes to the $45 <laughs> skins ticking yes to, to the $10 weapon charms yeah. like that is, it is kind of crazy and yes going into the story that we're going to get into as well about how much Diablo Immortal has made revenue wise it does seem like this stuff is here to stay mm-hmm. and that absolutely sucks because Blizzard is making a lot of money off these cosmetic microtransactions an insane amount so if you talk about how much Diablo Immortal has made like I just said it made $100 million in its first 8 weeks on the market which is an unprecedented amount for Blizzard it's one of their biggest IP launches or biggest launches um, of an IP uh, in their own history. Now, if you break down the statistics, Immortal has, according to the official Twitter account, 30 million users, um, which makes me think or makes me realize that they have a whole lot of their revenue reliant on whales, on people who have so much money to spend um, that are sort of um, skewing the how much that this game is worth in the wrong direction. I think it's an interesting talking point because they get to get out there and say, look how much money we've made, look how much people are enjoying this game, don't worry, there's no problem with the microtransactions, etc. Yeah. But I think that the 
the um, the amount of disposable income coming from clearly a small minority of people skews the popularity and skews the business model um, of these implementations. And I think that that is only bad for the overall populace that has to put up with them in the you know going forward. Yeah, I mean, there's been headlines since Diablo Immortal dropped about players spending like ridiculous amounts of money on mm. this game. Just this morning, I saw a headline about a player spending one hundred thousand dollars on the game's uh, items and then getting priced out of matchmaking <laughs> because they were so powerful that they had no one comparable to be able to play like Homer Simpson's old goals yeah it's just like <laughs> you can't do anything to me now absolutely but you're right man like there are they are clearly targeting a small minority of players who can sustain games like this yeah. but then we get to this level where games shouldn't just be made for the people with the most money or sustain or even sustained by the people with the most money mm. because then as we've heard reports of previously that leaves like you know a good chunk of the players of Diablo Immortal getting frustrated when yep. they reach the end game and then being on this grind being you know encouraged to pay money just to get more out of this title that they downloaded it's interesting years ago when we started covering microtransactions obviously this stuff is just here to stay in some form and we see various different companies trying to figure out ways to make it palatable to make it acceptable and most of them fail and there's only really the likes of like Warframe or whatever mm. that managed to have an actual decent relationship with their um, with the audience and I think we're seeing Blizzard just see just how much they can like quote unquote get away with yeah. and then defend it by saying you know the core of the gameplay is solid you get look, look how much you get for free and um, before we start monetizing it and um, i do think it's interesting in terms of how the hell you factor in the whales that are out there and um, that you are never going to really be going to be able to identify um, and i think that's an interesting talking point because years ago i said what if the in the reality of microtransaction spending the reality of competition based on real world spending you siphon off the whales into their own playlist for me that was kind of one of the solutions it's like if these are the people that are literally battling with their own money and right. they want to have the whole i've got to look at all much how much armor i've paid for and all these weapons that i've bought and everything else aren't i super important don't you just put them all in their own playlist and they fight it out to the death themselves have their money battle <laughs> over there and the rest of us can just enjoy the game with reduced pricing or whatever it is. i think that would miss a key point for those whales and for mm. the people who really love spending money on these games a key appeal of spending money on these games which is being able to grief the people who don't have the money <laughs> to be able to get these high tiered items and be able to trans people like I don't know man from at least my anecdotal experience of playing titles where you have high level people in similar servers as mm. the low level, pe level people it's to show off right it's to be able to yeah. say look you don't have this thing that I have and yes while a lot of people would still pay into like these games if they just fought other people who paid into them mm -hmm. I think there is a level of wanting to show off of wanting oh, yeah. to kind of create a sense of FOMO and look what I've got look what I've achieved it doesn't even have to be paying money like that's just from regular progression as well you mm -hmm. know people who prestige all the time in Call of Duty and have those really sick banners and whatnot. you know it's a sense of look at what I got and look at what you don't a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Before we go any further, I want to talk to you about today's sponsor, Masterclass. 
With the amount of time we spend discussing and analyzing video games on this channel, it's always good to understand exactly how these experiences are put together. And fortunately for me, I can do just that with Masterclass. With Masterclass's streaming service, you can learn from the best to become your best, studying and growing with over 200 plus of the world's leading instructors. For me, I've been having a blast using a class on video game design by The Sims creator Will Wright to find out exactly how game mechanics are designed around player psychology as well as learning how important playtesting is to shipping the titles that you and I both love. But it hasn't stopped there, as I've also been brushing up on my practical filmmaking skills directly from my favourite movie director Martin Scorsese, as well as trying to get back in the cooking game with Roy Choi's amazing course on intuitive cooking. Seriously, my kitchen is a mess, but my belly has never been more grateful. For just $10 a month, an annual membership with Masterclass gets you unlimited access to courses on your phone, computer, smart TV, or even via audio-only modes. Even better, every new membership comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, and 88% of members feel that the service has made a positive impact on their lives. And to put the cherry on top of that cake, right now, What Culture Gaming listeners get an additional 15% off any annual membership at masterclass.com forward slash gaming. That's 15% off at masterclass.com slash gaming. What's that? You want it one more time? Well, that's the URL masterclass.com forward slash gaming. Right, now I'm going to watch Tony Hawk try to teach me how to ollie properly. I'll see you all soon. Oh yeah, there's a, there is that side of it that is just trying to have sort of just dominate the competition. Look how much money I can spend that you can't afford, etc. Um, but still, the amount of money that Diablo Immortal has made, um, it's worth factoring into the future of Blizzard's IPs. I did find um, some old quotes from 2018 and 2020 uh, where Blizzard were talking about wanting to make sure that all of their IPs were on mobile eventually. Um, and we do have the likes of Call of Duty Mobile, which I looked up its, its revenue to date. That little game has made $1.5 billion um, to date. Um, um, but they didn't really shout about it as much as Diablo Immortal, I guess, because of just how much money Immortal has made within um, the two week, oh, sorry, the uh, eight week period. Yeah. And considering just how diehard the, uh, the Diablo fandom is, that it's managed to elevate it. But Blizzard are clearly very mobile focused, and that's where they're going. And if you cross, if you bring that all the way back to the Overwatch 2 survey, they're seeing, you know, will you guys put up with this in a console game as well? That's it. It's essentially this survey to me is Blizzard saying, will you take mobile game practices in a AAA mm. release, even if Overwatch 2 is going to be free to play it's still a triple a release mm -hmm. that's more catered towards a hardcore audience compared to diablo immortal i think going back to some of the statistics it's important to know that i think blizzard said that 50 percent of diablo immortal players are new to this franchise yep. so they're more casual you know this is their first experience and maybe if they're casual mobile fans more open to you know paying in to this ecosystem i think diablo immortal kicked up such a stink mm -hmm. was because it was on pc as well and i feel like the pc audience who are obviously less accustomed and less, you know, forgiving when it comes to this style of microtransactions were more vocal because it was more of a hardcore audience. And I think that's what we're going to get with Overwatch mm. over Diablo Immortal. I think there will be more pushback because it's a, you know, it's a console and PC release. It's not a mobile game. So? This stuff isn't expected, but you talked about there about this is Blizzard seeing what they can get away with. And yeah. I think that's the approach across the board when it comes to developers and publishers. And you, you know, you look at Warner Brothers with Mortal Kombat M11. <laughs> when that game launched, it had some really dodgy microtransactions
protection practices, and then they rolled it back. They, I think all publishers would prefer to roll something back mm. uh, and see if they get away with it rather than undershoot it. One thing that's interesting uh, in, reg- in that regard is that I, we've, we talked about before recording, but there is very much an emerging trend of putting your game out in beta, having the most overpriced microtransactions possible, waiting for the backlash. Yeah. And then if it arrives, you, then the companies get to go, well, we're just, it's just beta. We're just seeing, we're just you know, we're figuring out pricing and seeing what's happening. And um, I think that's the case with something like Multiverses. Um, and I just want to flag that as a trend. I think that um, the fact that Overwatch 2's beta is launching at the start of October will let them potentially try some of these microtransactions. And then they get to roll them back and go, we listened. We yeah. did what you guys wanted. Yeah. Reducing, <laughs> reducing the prices down, which they arguably were always going to do anyway. But the thing they reduced it down to is only the most palatable version of the overblown price that we started with in the first place. It's like kind of like having someone having like a like a knife to your throat, right? And then you're like, please don't knife me in the throat. No. And then they're like, okay, I won't. And then they're like, be grateful. We didn't do it. You know, you, we listened to you. We didn't do that horrible thing. We've got thing. this fork in your kidneys, but we'll yeah. take the knife away. But that's still there. But you, you had that before, so it's fine. Um, I think it's worth flagging as well that in the overall report as, how, as to how well Diablo Immortal is doing, um, Blizzard say that the vast majority of players aren't spending money at all. Hmm. So that 100 million figure is still coming from this nebulous, weird minority of whales that have so much money to throw at the game. Like you said, there's that 100k person um, just having so much money to put into the game that I think... Um, you know, skews the whole idea of how profitable it is and uh, the idea of how popular it is in the worst way possible and it's people like us just trying to play a video game that end up suffering. I have a solution to this actually. (laughs) I think every time one of these high paying players decides to play to pay anywhere from the range of 10k to 100k yep. to one of these games, they should just give it to me instead. They should just send it to me in an envelope, like cash, to my door, the to Josh the Walker offices, instead fund. of paying for like skins in Diablo Model. I promise you, I would spend it better. I would put it to good use more than it being in these games on a range of systems. Lovely hats. I would get some hats. Yeah, some lovely some little hats. hats and some Warner Brothers merchandise. Not Nintendo though. You've got to you've got to be careful. Um, but yeah, overall. Um, to wrap it back around to Overwatch 2 this game feels like it's in the weirdest place obviously there's all sorts of different things that happen with Blizzard in reality in regards to the various abusive practices that happen in their offices but I think in regards to Overwatch as an IP um, even from the beginning it didn't feel like it was necessary Overwatch felt like a platform that they were plugging stuff into and then now they pulled the, the sequel button pushed the sequel button and um, let's do all the unit sales for that let's do all the marketing for that and for me it's all been utterly utterly flat I don't think yeah. they're anywhere near the uh, media dominating feel that Overwatch 1 was no and I mean I may be getting my Blizzard releases wrong, Mm. but I feel like this is their first major release in a while. Obviously, they had Diablo 2 Remastered, they had the Warcraft 3 uh, remake, Reforged game, and obviously they did not go down particularly (laughs) well, but I don't think they can get away with completely messing up a game as big as Overwatch 2. (laughs) I don't think that means they're impervious to messing it up, Mm. but I just don't think, man, like, after, yeah, you can kind of get away with remakes because they're not as viewed as proper, you know, triple They're not viewed as the next step. They're viewed as something else. Mm. Kind of like Rockstar, quote-unquote, getting away with the definitive edition because it's like, well, it's this (laughs) other thing. It's not part of the main kind of... What if GTA 6 was in the state of the definitive edition? Well, that's it, man. You know what I mean? Like, Overwatch 2 would be like... If that, like, kind of fails in terms of its business practices, Mm. that would be like GTA 6, you know, failing. You know, it would be almost unprecedented Mm. and really spell doom for the company's (laughs) kind of creative output. In my opinion, not to be cynical about it, of course. No, 
I think at this stage it's just being realistic. I've, I'm working on a whole article about the state of gaming and how yes. various, um, you know, the general mentalities that we used to have towards gaming of, oh my God, I'm so excited about XYZ thing, tend to get betrayed. So, um, but yeah, let us know what you think down in the comments below of the state of Blizzard and the state of Overwatch 2 and the state of Diablo Immortals microtransactions and we'll see how everything plays out. For now, I've been Scott from whatculture.com. I've been Josh from whatculture.com. And we'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.